Welcome. Dearly beloved, we gather today to remember, but not to mourn. We come to celebrate all nine of the clouds that made their way across <clears throat> the Atlantic to Reykjavik and got raked. <laughs> Maybe a little more suddenly than we would have liked. But it was not all without good. I choose, and I leave the choice to you, dear listener, but I choose today to see the good and to remember not Fudge losing to Khan in the top lane and Khan pushing that advantage and punching Kindred and punching Glaber on Kindred and snowballing the game off that. No, I choose to remember the outplays on Lee Sin. Carry Fudge mm. and the hope that he can bring to the summer split. I choose to remember Vulcan, a North American homegrown talent. Philippe Laflemme. Yes, sir. Put some respect on this man's <laughs> name and his wild plays on Alistar. Right. I choose to remember Blabber getting four kills in two seconds on Volibear and not the Scuttles. Oh. I choose to remember Perks as he was in his highs and not his sudden and mysterious disappearance in a couple of those Rumble stage games. Put his put his name on milk cartridges. Yeah. Put... <laughs> have you seen this man? Have you seen yeah. this man? Missing. Mid have, have you seen my $10 million? <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. Where'd it go? Oh, my God. And so, we leave you the choice on how to process grief. I'm not here to tell you how to process grief. That's That would make me kind of a dick. But that is how I choose to process it. Tyler, how do you choose to process yeah. the events of the last hey. few days? I mean, look, we all came in with tempered expectations. And we were given some crazy kind of surprises, you know. It was very up and down, I think, from Cloud9, this entire tournament. Um, but all I can say is they gave me some... Laughs, they gave me some tears. <laughs> I will remember them. Okay, maybe not as fondly as... <laughs> you know, but uh, in all seriousness now, I think that Cloud9... We're, we're probably going to go more in depth about their playstyle, but I do think that this is a, a tournament that we were going to look back and think to ourselves what could have been if certain games went in a certain way. Because I think that was one of the... That's one of the biggest things is that... In a bunch of the games, I think that if they made certain decisions, especially late in the game, in some of their games, we wouldn't be talking about about the team like this, right? So, you know, there are a lot of what-ifs, right? If they, you know, didn't... One of the biggest what-ifs is obviously that game against Pentanet, right? One of my worst fears realized about any North American team is dropping... Uh, a game to a minor region and maybe i th maybe i spoke this into existence about how i used fault. to maybe it's my fault maybe it was me the whole time but not like because in worlds 2020 is the exact same thing right 
like Team Liquid lost to Machi Esports, who was a good team and better than Pentanet, but they were the only team to give a win to that team in the group stage. And it ended up costing them their possible chance to get into the next round. And the same thing happened here where it's another what if. If you beat Pentanet, then your future is still in your hands, right? Um, but because you dropped that, and, and again, it was such an unacceptable way because, of course, they got drafted. Like, they got drafted too. But in, in the way they played in the game, it just was unacceptable for them to drop to a team that had not looked good almost the entire almost the entire rumble stage right and so yeah just a lot of what ifs heading into the summer for cloud nine and for na as a whole but i'm gonna pass it off to mike here um as i put my veil back on i will say tyler <laughs> given given uh, your reactions the past last like 48 hours that was a lot tamer than i was expecting i've gone through the stages of grief already okay you got out of your system quick Rapid yeah, pace, please. Tyler. Yeah, right now, I, you right. have to be. You have to be quick as a North American fan. <laughs> yeah. You have no. Cho- you have no choice. It happens all every year. You can't dwell. <laughs> on, like... on to the next. On to the exactly, next, bro. Okay, I'm already exactly. thinking about worlds. I'm tunnel vision. Down. <laughs> right. I'm, we get three teams. Forget one. We got exactly. three teams to show up and probably oh hopefully. And we'll see. <laughs> but yeah, I'm in agreement here. I don't really want to remember a whole lot from this tournament for Cloud Nine. I think <laughs> at the end of the day, yeah. it, it is a tournament to forget in, in many facets but i will agree with you hank that i loved watching fudge and vulcan play they went toe-to-toe with some of the best that mm. the world has to offer and you mentioned the damn one matchup fudge and Khan. yeah there were some rough moments but i want to look at vulcan for a second because vulcan went really like face to face with barrel time and again they played each other how many times four damn one yep. and cloud nine mm-hmm. four times and i think vulcan got the better of barrel in the laning phase probably three out of those four games I mean, Vulcan showed up against the biggest names in the world and played very, very well. I'll give him a whole lot of credit, but everywhere else across the board, I'm a bit disappointed in Cloud9's performance. Um, I think, like you said, Tyler, the whole, the whole idea of showing up when it matters is very important, and what if just a few minor things went their way instead of the way of the teams they played against? For example, I think back to their first game of the Rumble against RNG when they were slowly creeping back into the game and took a Baron late in the contest only for RNG to backdoor their base. And then a few games later against Damwon, they took an Elder Dragon only for Damwon to wipe them off the map and take all five of their members. So it's, it, it was like some really like just late game, mind-boggling macro decisions from Cloud9 that really stuck out to me as like really just difference makers because Cloud9 had multiple chances to secure a whole bunch of games, especially early on in the Rumble. I mean, if you look back to the first half, the first round robin, those first five games, Cloud9's record was 1-4 in those five yeah. games. And they did not look like a 1-4 team, you know? But in the second half of the round robin, when they go 2-3, and three, they looked like a 2-3 and three team. They ran out of steam, and they're, we knew in the back of our minds, okay, the miracle run, quote-unquote, is still mathematically possible, but, but this this team is done. There's no yeah. way it's happened. Like... And once they lost to Pentanet, we sat there and said, yeah, they don't even deserve it at this point. Just go back yeah. to North America and tune up. Just mm-hmm. go back. And that's really what I'm focused on with this team. Because right now, Cloud9 is in a position where, yes, they just went to an international tournament. Yes, they have more experience than any other team in North America this season as of right now. They have more games played than the rest of the LCS. And not to mention, they have an LCS title to their name. But what I'm really concerned about with Cloud9 
is that since the LCS made a format change earlier this season, and your record from spring now carries over into summer, TSM and Team Liquid are breathing down Cloud9's <laughs> neck right now. Cloud9 just has a one-game cushion in first place in the LCS. They're going to jump right out of the international frying pan and right into the domestic fire. It's not going to slow down for this Cloud9 team at all, and they got to figure out, okay, can we get back to how we were in the spring quickly? Yeah, and I I'm, think that, yeah. I, I just think that it, it, like, what's so disappointing to me for MSI going back to, like, uh, going to look at MSI and what's so disappointing, every team looks valuable at this tournament right now. It's not like there's a team that, like, you know, remember at the beginning of the tournament when we were talking about Damwon being this almighty god that no one will be able to beat, that every, they're going to go undefeated. Even RNG, to a degree, won't be touched. No, every team has looked kind of shaky. Um, and I think that if there was a, a chance or, like, a tournament for Cloud9 and a North American team to, like, actually possibly sneak a finals appearance... It's this one because every team has looked shaky. Granted, best of fives are different than best of ones, but I feel like at this tournament, anything is possible because every team has looked like every team doesn't look like every team just has these weaknesses that haven't been fixed to the point where I think it's anyone's ball game now. And it could have been Cloud Nine's, it could have been a Cloud Nine possibility too, but they just messed it up right at the end like right at the end with that pentanet loss and it's just super disappointing to see that like that that inconsistency in their play because one moment they're beating rng in in a really convincing fashion mm. only to lose to pentanet the and it's their only win of the tournament mm -hmm. like what are we doing here you know it's it, it is so boggling to see how flip-floppy they were throughout this tournament there was no sense of consistency at all and like you said there were some bright spots fudge looked really really good at this tournament i think he was, was honestly... i think he was the second best top laner at the tournament and he was the best player of cloud Behind nine who? i think i think i think shahu I think he mm -hmm. just showed like more versatility and stuff. And yeah, okay, it's like because he's a former mid laner, but like the fact that you are a, a, a two sport athlete, if you will, right, a two lane <laughs> player, I think that's a feather yeah. in your cap as well. Given the fact he's eighteen, he's mm. eighteen. He was born in two thousand three. Anybody who's born two thousand over, and that's that's his I don't first. Trust. No, I don't trust no, you. Don't trust How are you walking around? Yeah. It's his first big name tournament. He's going against some of the best in the world. He's going against Khan. Right and that and okay that first game didn't go too hot. That was the only like hard blemish on his record that mm -hmm. I found. I thought he was absolutely Boys. fantastic as far as I think he earned consistency. It. Yeah, yeah, he's he's earned every single kind of like sorry that everyone's been giving him because we talked about this before, bro. This guy went from getting flamed because he talks smack to people at the lock-ins to gapping Alfari and someday to going to msi facing off against the best top laners in the region uh, in the world so far and going on lee sin and just pulling off some insane plays for his team and keeping them in it i think his his trajectory is like literally like this mm -hmm. at this point mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying it's just going up 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 let me let me and... pose a hypothetical to you do you think okay. um not a hypothetical but more just a straightforward question <laughs> really <laughs> do you think right now at this moment in time fudge is the best uh, top laner in north america or does, oh, your, man. or does your gut still say Alfari? Oh, man. Like, definitive, I... no questions asked, is Fudge number one? I oh, think... God. 
I think my gut still says Alfari because I think Alfari has shown what he could do on bad teams in the past, whereas Fudge, God bless him, I think he's the second best top laner. He hasn't, you know... Like, I, I look back at the... It. I not e- Not even that. There's just something in my gut. That, and maybe it's just I'm not ready to be, like, the hot take man of, like, oh, Fudge went from zero to hero. Because, like, he did, but, like, he didn't go from zero to one. I think... I think he had the best jungler in the league next to him, right? He had, he had like, pretty much... Like, he was on the first team All-Pro, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that Alfari was on a team in Team Liquid. It just feels crazy that I'm even saying this. And maybe my thinking is colored by the finals where, like, you know, they are playing with Armeo... And, you know, again, played fine, but like it was a, it was a top kill to start every single game. And it was clear that the focus was on Alfari. And so I felt that Fudge got a lot of help. And I think MSI, you know, really bolstered his stock. But I just think that there is more, I want to see more from Fudge because their experience, like the amount of games and the sample size is night and day with these two. I'm not ready to do that just yet. You know what? I'm going to say right now, it's weird because before, in, in, during the, the, the spring split, we noted that Alfari had looked like a god throughout the season, right? But he had been very specific. He's been, he was a god on specific champions, very meta champions. And I'm really interested to see how he adapts to the current top lane meta because it's very different. Yeah, right? it's crazy that just between 11-5 and now, like jungle and top the meta has been blown open exactly and the thing is is that fudge has seen like not not seamlessly he did he had to go through some growing pains but he has fit in pretty damn well with the changes that have occurred so far um i'm gonna say right now as of current form obviously we haven't seen alfari play i'm saying 1a1b i think that fudge's experience against zhao hu and khan will elevate his game heading into the sp- the summer split by a good margin. Mm-hmm. And grant like of course he does have some really good players beside him, but we can't say that he hasn't individually improved to the point where now he can hold his own. Cuz before we could say that now he's just going to get gapped by whoever in the Or he's top not just lane. like Gragas weak side duty and or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But now he can show like remember when we when he put, they picked Lee Sin from and we're like, "Can he play that?" Yep. And he played yeah, it. He played the crap he out of it. He played the hell out of yeah. it. And so he's proven himself to be that guy where it's like, you can actually look at him and be like, that's our carry. Yeah. And I, so for sure. I say, I think right now it's 1A, 1B with Alfari and Fudge. And I think Fudge, this is his chance to, this sum, this summer is going to be the chance for him to overtake everybody and just become the best in his role. Yeah. Not, not to mention, I think top lane's maybe the most stacked position in the LCS. Like, you have beyond Fudge and Alfari, who are right there neck and neck as like contenders for that top spot. You have Impact, Someday, Hooney, Solos yeah. back in the mix. Like this entire league is hey, don't back, st- back to yeah. back to back domestic finalist solo. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, guys, no joke. Okay, guy, guy played at Worlds last year. Put some respect on his name. Yep. Right, Lic- Licorice. We forget Licorice. about him just because he's on Licorice, the bad yeah. team now. Yeah. On FlyQuest, yeah. Yep. I mean, uh, yeah, it's it's it's, it's crazy. stacked actually. Yeah, it's a yeah. very very stacked position. I mean, maybe only eighty carry is like as stacked in LCS as top lane is. But yeah, Fudge is going to go right back to the grind against some really strong contemporaries in that top lane. And I think, yeah, like you said, Tyra, this summer is going to be 
when he has the chance to prove himself. I'm still with oh, Hank. I, I th- I'm still with Hank. Alfari's still my number one, but talk to me in September. Give you a different I, I think probably. I think when I think when when the the season's done next season for the summer, it's probably just gonna be the best top laner in, in the league. Mm-hmm. That's that, my prediction. That he's gonna be the best top laner. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's not even a hot take. I think that he's going to be the best top laner in the region. Actually, no. Lee Sin stays in the meta. Jesus. Yes. No, but, I, but, I, but I'm glad you brought up that point, Tyler, because I think, like, the meta is then how it evolves, and if carry tops are still an option. It's one thing to say, oh, we can play through top, but if the meta doesn't allow it, it just leaves you so little wiggle room. Like, you can force Irelia mm-hmm. if you really want, and it might work every once in a while, but if the meta doesn't allow it, which it didn't really in the spring, right? It was so effing stale. And so, you know, and I think that Alfari with with a more expansive meta does have, you know, absolutely the opportunity to do that. But Fudge already has, like, he's shown that already. And it's not that Alfari, if he wasn't in that role, Alfari was one game away from being in that role. They were up 2-1. Yeah, exactly. Right? That's true. So. He's still, he's still an insane player. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. 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 All right. Anything else on, um, <clears throat> on Cloud9, MSI, I don't know, how to fix NA, et cetera, overreactions, calm takes uh, before we move into a little, a little semifinal preview bro nah i've said my piece let's yeah move, let's move I'm, on I'm to good. the summer split i put i put my flowers on the on the casket and i tapped it and i went not for nothing it does See start it. in two weeks summer split so like hey you don't gotta mourn That's for that crazy. much longer wait yeah what? isn't that nuts yeah it starts no. so quick no, 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 bro. Yeah, no june more. june 4th june 4th bro oh my gosh you're right yeah i think i was thinking yeah. not LEC, a lot of time he starts the week after that Mm-hmm. It's the 11th. Uh-huh. That's... It's quick. That's also because LCS has a expanded uh, schedule. It's a triple round robin this summer. Uh-huh. So mm, each team is playing 27 <laughs> games. They do be having my that. Man, my man's Holy. like, he got a head in his head. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> it's going to be a fun summer in the LCS for sure. I mean, hey, um, go for all it. All right. Well then, moving on to the semifinals. Dem one secured the one seed. Uh, despite, I think, uh, you, you were telling us before the show, they, they lost... Both games to RNG. Yeah, but they mm-hmm. ADO'd everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got pick of the litter as far as who they're going to play. And they picked Mad Lions, which not even, not to like flame Mad Lions, but just to put some respect on PSG and we'll get there when we get there. But the way PSG are playing right now, I, I it's not even a question as to what you like. Because, okay, hold on. Sorry, Hank's going to slow down. <laughs> PSG are nuts mm-hmm. and the way that they have yes. played especially with doggo subbing in again we, that was like the whole talking point coming into the tournament was oh there's gonna be a weak link you know the 80 carry was the shot caller that's wild like but i mean they've been playing unbelievably maple is out of his mind he's been giving everyone like flash wolf flashbacks um kai wings fantastic um yeah and i think i think damon made the right choice in grabbing mad lions who are no slouches in their own right but uh tyler start with you do mad lions actually have a shot yeah Let's be real. Not like I said. Like they have a shot. It's gonna be hard because stylistically, we'll see how they match up. I mean, even though Damwon hasn't looked like the Damwon that everyone expected, they're still very, very good. Obviously, we've seen their ceilings, and their ceilings are above everybody else's. And so, in a best of five, I think it's a very different situation. And I think that's where we will see the good. Like, the highs, the ceilings of these teams like Damwon and RNG, like, that's where the differences kind of come into play because that's when you can kind of adapt and, like, kind of adjust and bring in some of these new, like, strategies that you didn't have or you couldn't use in a best-of-one setting, right? Best-of-one, you can bring out some crazy picks. You can, if you can be a one-off fluke win, whatever, whatever. But in a best-of-five, there are no flukes. 
you play five games in a row. And so I think that it is going to be a... It's going to be an uphill battle for Mad Lions, but I'm not going to count them out because every single team has looked kind of shaky. And Mad Lions has had good highs as well. Like, we have really, really good players across this lineup. I think that, you know, Armwood has still been really, really great. Karzi and Kaiser have really continued that kind of momentum coming from the spring, the, the, the spring um, playoffs. Because before, remember, uh, they didn't have that great of a spring season, like regular season. But they did pick it up towards the end of the playoffs, and they really showed up in that in, in the final like games and, mat- and, and series. And they continued that. That was one of my biggest worries was, will the bot lane be able to maintain the form that they had at the end of the playoffs, or will they revert back mm-hmm. to regular season Mad Lions bot lane where they were kind of losing 2v2 over and over and over again? And I'm like, holy crap, there's so many good 2v2 like bot lanes here, right? Gala and Ming are some of the best. But Karzi and Kaiser have been really good. And so I'm not going to count them out. It's going to be a h- uphill battle because I think that Damwon is a stronger best of five team. But we will see. I mean, hey, Mad Lions might break out something crazy again, like a a la, a la Wukong in the top lane to to pick up some wins and things like that. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm excited to see this. I think it's going to be a good a good series. But I do want. I think I'm going to give it a damn one three to two. Mad Lions has looked really shaky as of late. I mean, as they, of late, yeah, they lost three in a row a couple days ago. Then they won. Oh yeah, that's true. Then they won back to back games. Then they got smoked in their last game of the rumble it's like by cloud nine of all teams who was playing for nothing it's like that that game i don't put a lot of i mean i i whatever i i mean maybe you do maybe you don't but i still think it's a game you should win like when you when you they picked the meta too they played they weren't like messing around picking non-meta champions they played a legitimate team comp and lost to a legitimate team comp as far as i can tell both of those teams are playing for real was that callista mid that was the callista mid yeah which Oh, uh, wait, wait. Yeah. Kind of. You lose to that, huh? Got to stop yeah. that there. Yeah. <clears throat> all, so, all, all, all the flack I gave Perks for Kindred mid, all of a sudden I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. maybe he could have done it. I don't know. I, I don't know. At the end of the day, I mean, Cloud9, not Cloud9, uh, Mad Lions went 5-5 five and five in the Rumble, and they've played at both ends of the spectrum the last couple of days. I think if they play, even if they play at the far end, the successful end, the strong end, I don't think they're going to win this series. I think... At the very most, it'll be a 3-1 for Damwon, but I'm okay. not going to be stunned if Mad Lions gets absolutely gutted. Just beat, just swept. Just beat down 3-0, not even close. Like, Because if there's one thing Damwon doesn't do, it's drop best of five series. Like, this team does not lose in best of five situations. You can give them the best of one, the best of three. I mean, they'll have a fluke series here and there in regional play against Fred and Bryon, but like, in a best of five high tension scenario my money's on damn one 10 times out of 10 yeah i think that uh i think i would probably go three one as well i just think that like okay. at every role they're just slightly stronger um i think the only place where maybe you could exploit something is like arma just picks you know some bs and you know like you win off just really good team fighting but the thing is like we saw with damwon over the course of the tournament is that they even if they get out team fought even if barrel just decides to turn into me on Leona, and it's just like you know there is someone in range of my E. I'll go. Whoops. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whoops. Oh, no, no. Like they. I mean, we saw it in the in the game against um, DFM. I'm not trying to put DFM and Mad Lines in the same box here, but like they just play such sound League of Legends. I've never seen like I've seen Barrel Troll a couple times, but that's kind of it as far as just like unforced errors. 
that's what really stands out. I don't, I don't really see like Canyon's been caught out a couple of times. Yeah, like in the, and even in the games that RNG like beat them, I felt like it was just RNG just kind of like I don't know. The small mistakes that Damwon did make, they were able to punish, yes, but I don't think Mad Lions would be able to punish that. Um, I think that Mad Lions have a lot more holes that Damwon will punish, and they play extremely methodically, and I think they're, you know, they, they still have the best jungler in the world and maybe the best mid laner in the world on their team. Oh, yeah. And, close. you know, yeah, so I, I just have, a, like, again, I wouldn't be, sur- I wouldn't, I'd be surprised, not shocked, if Mad Lions took this series, but I think it would be 3 2. Um, but I just, I just think Damwon are a little bit stronger in every lane. Um, Ghost and Barrel have been really dang good. Um, yeah, their mid jungle so good. Khan can play almost anything. Like it, 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 it's hard to play through top, and people like point to like you know like Armut can play kind of these characters. Like, like his his sauce is Wukong, and you don't play through Wukong. You like. You, you have to team fight well as Wukong. You have to like your 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 lead is so you can team fight effectively. He plays kind of this. It's like, it's the same role as like a weak side tank is like look, don't dry, don't break anything up there. Show up when we call you, and like you know, and, and as Wukong you can be a little more versatile and high impact. You can build them a couple different ways, but I don't know. I just I have a really really hard time seeing how Mad Lions win three games before Damwon do. They're just so gonna- sound. If they're gonna win, Tyler, you're right. They're gonna do it through bottom lane. Karzi yeah, um, and Kaiser yeah. have looked so good, and not to mention, little known little tidbit right here: Barrel is on pace to have one of the worst MSI performances by any player in the history of the tournament. His KDA is tied for the lowest all time. He's on pace to be in the cellar permanently. <laughs> like yeah. he's he's having a rough go. Like he is definitely inking like time to time and time again (laughs) i mean i understand barrel's like value comes in the intangibles he's probably the best shot caller in the world but he's not having a good look sometimes he's making a lot of head scratching plays there are some boneheaded plays from that guy from my man that i didn't expect him to make so if if they're gonna win it's gonna be by exploiting him and he's making you know ghost is making barrel look a lot better but if Karzi and Kaiser can step up and shut those two guys down and just feed kill after kill after kill into Karzi, they they have a Bro, shot. It's a slim. That, it's a slim that is one. exactly what you said. Exactly what you said is how they should play through the entire series to go for kill after kill after kill. Keep fighting. Yeah, don't stop. If you can keep Damwon fighting and you can't, you don't allow them to like. You need to win really, really early, and then you need to continue pushing your league and force them to keep fighting. Because if you let them set up and then, you know, mm-hmm. catch ways, which is inevitable almost mm-hmm. against this team. No, right? you, They're you, always you give Damwon maintaining... even five seconds, they will find some way to be like, but I just pushed that wave. How did the... Yeah. It's like, yep. who They're put that control board there? Like, they, they did. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Literally, the only keep... way to beat Damwon is just to keep them in black and white mode. That's literally it. It's like keep, Just keep pushing it. It's up. like keeping yeah. a good athlete on the bench during a traditional sport game. Like you have to keep Damwon in black and white mode. Just keep killing him so they can never amount a lead. That's it. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. That's it. And I think that like that's how Mad likes to play is a lot f- really fiery games, right? They love to fight, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I know that they've gotten a little smarter with how they play a bit, a bit. But if th- we got to see some kind of nice loose. Kind of just, we're going for this. If Car- if Kaiser sees something, we're going for this. Like, go for it. Like, like you said, bot lane. Just keep going. Just, 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 just keep going for their head. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, like, like that's what they need to do. And so, I still say through two. I want to see. I want to see a best of five from this from the from these guys. I don't want to see be any awesome. like 
Mm-hmm. I don't want to see any lackluster series. <laughs> no, no, no sweeps, please. No sweeps. I want to see some good League of Legends. Yeah. 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 I think if we do get a sweep, it'll probably be from this series. But I, yeah, I mean, I, I haven't said anything. I, I'm not going to say anything I haven't already said. So let's move on to RNG versus PSG. Uh, this, I, this is the one I'm most excited for. I think this is, could be an absolute banger. Um, as Tyler is uh, taking care of some technical difficulties, but uh, he, so, the way, yeah, the way the PSG are playing right now, I think that you know no one wants to play them right now. I think they are like they, they have scaled throughout the tournament. It feels like um, Kai Wing is has looked so dang good. Maple has the most champions played of anybody. He can play like he can play anything. You can't ban that dude. Um, and, and he's no, I mean he. They have, you know, they, they 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 work as a unit well, but they just have this like, they have the individual talent and the they and they don't play scared that they will build leads early and they're not afraid because like RNG like they are slightly more, you know, controlled than <coughs> the LPL stereotype might have you believe and they play a lot through like you know Wei and and, and Ming being coordinated mm-hmm. and being all over the place um, and PSG maybe they don't have the talent necessarily to like just go toe-to-toe but like the talent is good enough to where they can with the way they like to play really throw rng off their game Mm. if you look at the rumble stats from psg they are the second best early game team in the in in the tournament of of the teams that played in the rumble behind damn one they had like a 2090 gold lead uh, average gold lead at like 15 or something unreal yeah their wins were really stompy Mm -hmm. yeah they're really really good they're very aggressive they're very smart um and doggo has had the most kills of the rumble stage i believe imagine that right he came from beyond gaming who was the uh the second best team at at at, uh in, in in the in the region right he joins this team, which is practically almost their, his rivals, mm-hmm. because they lost to them, and he has slotted in almost perfectly. And this team is just so aggressive, but like, not aggressive like a berserker, but more aggression, like precision. Yep. And I think that th- this team will give RNG a run. Um, will they beat them? Yes. You're gonna. You think PSG will be RNG? Yes. All right. Go, go off, King. Yeah. Okay. I, go, I, go off, bro. I love Doggo. Oh my god, this guy is so good. <laughs> Where did this guy even come from? I think like okay. The 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 point you made about precise aggression is Doggo's entire mo and that bottom lane duo of Doggo and Kai Wing is how they're gonna win this series. Like, yes, Ma- mm. you can get consistency from your solo lanes. Maple and Hanabi, those guys rock. They're going to they're gonna be, like, rock solid the entire time. And you can count on them for good performances. They're not going to get gapped, like, mega gapped by um, yeah. by, by Zhao Hu and Kryon. It's not going to happen. I don't, think, I don't think any of these guys will get mega gapped at all. They're going like, to they're gonna keep themselves in the game. The place you have to build the lead is through Doggo. Similar to Mad Lions, how they have to go in through Karzi, kill after kill. PSG has to go straight through Doggo and win this game with the guy who just kind of crawled out of the woodwork and all of a sudden is like shouldering this burden of carrying a team to an international championship, which isn't a crazy idea. PSG has looked competitive 
with the tournament favorites time and again. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've taken Damwon to the brink. They've beaten RNG. I think they can do it again. They've beaten Mad Lions. Yeah, they have. I, I, I think Pete, they two owed Cloud Nine. Like I said, in very spectacular fashion. I said tournament right. favorites, but yeah, I think PSG. <laughs> I think PSG really has a chance. Like really, really has a chance against this RNG team. Like I'm, I'm, sa- I'm saying three two PSG. Lock it in. Doggo gets like I'm gonna say, MVP. I'm gonna say he gets at least at least forty kills in a, in a five game set. I mean, yeah, that's not that's not that. I mean, I'm, eight, 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 it might be eight a per bit. game. That sounds about right. I'm gonna say at least forty to forty five kills. And and, and that's considering that like in the losses, you know, like eighty eighty carries probably getting like three. Yeah, right. So he's got that a few pop off games. At least forty kills for yeah. Doggo. The thing is, is that this is not that far fetched because they're facing against RNG who love to fight. Yeah. So there's gonna be this is a bloody series. That's gonna that's that's what I'm gonna guarantee is that there's gonna be a immensely between these guys. Immensely. Yeah. I'm I'm taking PSG though. Who's your pick, Tyler? Crap. I think RNG three two. I think that Zhao and Gala are just two massive carries that are just you cannot deny them. You gotta ban out first off, don't give the guy Lucian. I don't know how that got out in the draft one of those games. Don't give him that. That's a comfort pick that he'll just dominate from start to finish. Literally from start to finish. Yeah. And then, you know, Gala <laughs> if you if you give him like he's so well rounded as an ADC. And like he's like your your late game insurance type mm-hmm. of thing, I think that that combo of Jahu and Gala that's a top, that's like a that's like a Dwayne Wade LeBron type of thing for RNG right here, and I think that they will be the X factor, like those two will be the ones to step up. Obviously, Wade is going to be the one to help facilitate things, but in the end of the at the end of the day, there's going to be a close series, and I think that the experience from Jahu and the explosiveness of Gala will be enough to take down PSG. Yeah, I, I think 3-2 RNG as well. Um, <clears throat> for me, it's going to come down to Ming. It does feel like, you know, like, like you said... R- that too, I forgot. R- RNG... How, how can I forget? But, but, I mean, but to your point, like, RNG do feel like they also have a, a couple more ways to play through. I think the only way, like, either... Whereas, I feel like... RNG have more ways to play through, but I think also, like... I, I feel like the only way for PSG, it's just like, it feels like too many things have to go right in the early game. And through, over the course of five games, they're probably going to get wise to it, right? Um, pick some mm. stronger lanes and stuff. And like, but it feels like also the way that RNG do drop some games is through the maple through through Maple in the mid lane. And he, you know, I think he's been playing some of the best League of Legends of his life. He has been mm-hmm. unbelievable this tournament. Um, I think uh, you know he's, he's shown he could pop off on a Kali. He can play a couple different types of champions. Uh, he can do kind of whatever you need. Crying has been the weak link. A couple of times, um, you know, even that game against Mad Lions where Humanoid just like kind of put him in the trash can, which you weren't really expecting. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I just think RNG are a little too um, like it, it wouldn't surprise me, but I think RNG just have a few more. Uh, they they have a little more wiggle room. Um, so if we think, okay, all right, then last little thing here before we uh, get a little a little abbreviated Hanks game. I apologize to uh, the, the viewers. I apologize to Tyler for having to edit. All that and make a 20-minute Hanks game seem like it was just much, much shorter than that. Um, finals <laughs> prediction, really quick. I don't need, you know, like, literally just just who gets the finals 
who wins and by what margin. That's it. If you say anything else, I'll start screaming. <laughs> Damn on RNG. And RNG wins 3-2. Um, Damwon over PSG 3-0. Um, okay. Damwon over RNG 3-2. Now that I'm thinking about it, I want to make, I want to, I want to do Hanks. I, I was being a little contrarian with that, honestly. So I, no. like RNG have the 2-0 over Damwon. And so like... So that's a three, though. Yeah, no, that's a five. No, and that and that was like the one setting. thing in my head. But I don't know. Anyways, I I broke my. Own, I'm I'm sticking with my guns. I broke my own promise. I should, I should be screaming right now, but we're not. So ah um, ah, <laughs> uh, Hank's game. Yay! All right, three questions, real quick. Um, all right, pretty simple here. These are gonna be much much quicker, much much easier. Um, um, Tyler did technically slightly win last Hank's game. <laughs> um, because just uh, amid... Did anyone win, though? No. no. <laughs> Did he win I... if it's technically slightly? What? What kind of win is that? It's a win. It's a... I put it down in my... It's a binary. Yeah. It, do- it does go in the history books. You're right. Take this. I should I, I should know better. Down. I should know that we take this. Yeah, we take this, bro. <laughs> I should know that we take this. All right. Oh, um, all right. At MSI, the most banned champion... Who was it? Most banned? Most sure banned. Sure as hell ain't Kaisa. Tired of seeing her in every game. My God. Most banned. Not picks and bans. Just bans. And it was it was 51 times. Only played 10 times. Wow. This is this is all MSI or just Rumble? All MSI. All yeah, MSI. 51. Damn. 51? Mm-hmm. Banned 51 times, which is which is crazy. And you let him through only 10 times. It's a him. Yeah, we got him. him. I, uh, okay. There you go. Got him. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah. Banned 51 times. You need an answer in 20 seconds. Can you swing me the pick ban rate? Or is that too much to ask? You mean the percentage? Yeah. Uh. 91%. Second highest at the tournament. He's either picked or banned. 91%. Um, Only played 10 times, though. Oh, God. No, no. I was going to say Lee Sin, but he's been played a lot. Yeah. The only played 10 times should be, you know, th- if nothing else, that should eliminate a couple of champs for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to guess Udyr. Although I'm pretty sure I might have seen him more than 10 times. He's been played a lot. Maybe I'm crazy. All right. TikTok. Yeah, I'm, 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 I was gonna say Udi, I was gonna say Udi, but then I thought to myself because I was I was I was gonna say that is gonna be one of the old meta champions. Uh, no, maybe. Wow, this is hard. Mm-hmm. Five, four, uh, shoot, three. Nar. Udi are locking in, but I know I'm wrong. All right, yeah. You are both wrong, but Tyler's intuition about an old meta champ is correct. It was Renekton. Oh, okay. okay. Which okay. really surprised me that he was banned as often as he was. Uh, Udyr had the highest pick ban at 94%. Uh, 36 games, 27 bans. Renekton's second highest, 91%. 10 games. That's insane. 51 bans. What a world. Um, all right. 
which of these three champions was not played across MSI? Which of these three was not played? Did okay. not actually see Rift Time. Okay. Yes. Aatrox, Ezreal, Irelia. Ezreal. Ezreal. Well, all right. Sick. <laughs> uh, all right, question three. On the board, baby. <laughs> Unbelievable. Wow. All right. Uh, makes me feel a little bit better. All right. Um, Maple, like I said earlier in the show, he has played the most unique champions. Technically tied with a member of Pentanet, but they've played more games. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Yep. Uh, but most unique picks of anyone at the tournament in 16 games, how many different champions has he played? You you can just kind of intuit this. Like, and you could ballpark. You don't have to know anything other than, like, oh, you know, just ratio wise. How many different champions? Nine different champions. Has he, has he played Rise? For whatever okay. reason, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Are you going to tell him this? this is a... well, that's if he's make... played Rise, that's not like an insignia. Yeah. It's not. I'm asking the hard hitters here. <laughs> this guy's face, though, it's making me up. It's like that. It's like that meme. It's like that smug mid laner's face. <laughs> Every time I see it, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. 10. My guess is an even dozen. Pop it at twelve. All right, Maple has not played Rise. Yeah, twelve. Ten. Twelve. Ten. Oh, so close. It was eleven. Ooh. Okay. He's in the middle. Was he tied with Pabu? Was he tied with Pabu or Chaz? One of those he two guys has played a million gems. Probably with Pradith. What? There's 1180 carries in this game? I will... <laughs> I, it's a great point. I'll, what? I've seen like three in the last month. Hello? So again, he's yes. played three more games, but four on Kaisa, three on Samira, three on Zaya, two on Aphelios. He's one of the few Aphelios players. Mm. Um, one on Senna, one on Jinx, one on Cog, one on Lucian. Played Lucian bot. Oh, that's Insane. right. He played it yesterday. I should know. Holy... One Trist, wow. one Varus, one Vayne. Damn. That's and Varus, Varus was the third, uh, Varus was the second most uh, bands. That I buy. Tournament. That I definitely buy. He's he was like giga band. Varus is very strong. Yeah. I've been spamming him. So, Respect. Whoever we face in the next media championship series uh, thing, look out for my Varus. This is Tyler's official call out to yep. several publications Anyone. across the world. Anyone. Yeah. Y'all like playing poke bot lanes. What was it? The, you played Ezreal Zara? That first, Kate, uh, Zyra. No, but Even our Caitlyn Zyra. Yeah. Ugh. That's toxic, man. But the thing is, is our better performances came on engaged. Yeah, we got stomped on right? that poke one. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. I, I was about to give constructive criticism, but then I remembered my ELO. So I remembered my place. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, go ahead, man. No, I don't think you guys are done. Look, you just, like, with that Let range advantage, you, di- you didn't abuse your range advantage in lane. Oh, yeah, He's no, right. I watched some of the games. Like, I should be fine otherwise. But, you know, it's easy yeah, for yeah. me to sit here and say, but. He's right. Yeah. Anyway, I just abused Leona. What do I know? So, uh, he's getting nerfed next patch, which makes me sad. But it wasn't that bad. It was like 10 damage offered. Anyway, that'll do it for us. Uh, big thank you to Tyler, as always. Uh, big thank you to Mike uh, for subbing in yet again as, as Meg finishes up her finals. Uh, Meg, Lads cast, we baby. love you and miss you. Uh, hopefully, come back soon. Uh, but yeah, until then, uh, please, if you enjoy the show, whether it's here on YouTube, give us a subscribe, give us a like, uh, leave a review on Apple, uh, give us five stars, follow the show. I think it's following now, not subscribing on Apple Podcasts. Mm. But either way, do do the thing, uh, or do the thing, or on Spotify. I think you can. Yeah, I think it's a follow or a subscription on Spotify. But either way, do the thing, uh, or on Google Play or Pocket Cast. And that's it. Yeah, 
really. I feel, Thanks for the support, everyone. Yeah. Um, no, seriously, thank you so much. Yeah. And if you like the show, yeah, just like it doesn't have to be like a serious review. Like we said, we had one about a feral cat uh, the other day. Um, you know, <laughs> hit us up on yes. Twitter uh, at Crit Strike Pod. At Crit Strike Pod. Yeah. At Crit Strike Pod, indeed. Uh, yeah, hit go, us up there. Go tweet at us yeah. angry, your angry opinions and why you think uh, yeah. PSG is going to win it Send all. Send your stuff. angry fan mail, too. Yes. Yes. All right. And so, we await your angry fan mail. We await the, the nice reviews as well, maybe. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and with that, we will see you here next week.